This is Trice Talk Minipod for a Friday night, September the 24th, 2021, and I'm your host, Donald Wayne. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Minipod, and it is a Friday night in Atlanta, Georgia, actually all across the country. Another gorgeous day in Atlanta, but I'm not going to talk about the weather tonight, okay? Um, but tonight I'm just going to do a single subject. It may be a, a relief to some of you, but I'm going to do just one single subject. We've talked so much about everything that's going on right now this week uh, in the country. And so I'm going to take just, just a little bit of a step back and I found this article on the Epic times that I liked and it's a commentary. And and a lot of times one of my favorite things about the Epic times is the commentaries at the bottom of the um, selection chart, if you will, because they tend to talk about subjects that really should be important to all of us as Americans today in this country because it makes you think about things. It, it takes people who are experienced and actually have tried to make a difference in the country, uh, in their professional lives. And um, so I think when, when they offer the opinions of these people, I think it, it makes uh, something interesting that we should stand up and think about because it usually hits home. This one is uh, from Star Parker. She's the uh, person doing the commentary on the Epic Times. And I have to admit, I don't think that I've seen Star Parker before in the Epic Times. But the title of her article, her her commentary, is Clarence Thomas and the Declaration of Independence. And I don't think that we can talk about the Declaration of Independence too much in this country right now, folks, because there there is unrelenting people on the left that just totally want to do away with that document. Because that document is 
the heartbeat of this country. It's the conscious, the mindset of what this country was intended to be, even though many times through our history as Americans, we've failed to uphold the ideals in that constitution and that declaration of independence. Um, so this is Clarence. She's relating um, something that Clarence Thomas had done at the University of Notre Dame. He was giving a speech, and the title of that speech was about the Declaration of the Independence. So let me go to her article, and that's the only thing I'm going to do tonight, and um, then I'll have a quick commentary at the end. And then you can go about your partying, whatever you're doing on a Friday night, wherever you are in this country. Star Parker writes, last week, Supreme Court Associate Justice Clarence Thomas arrived at the University of Notre Dame to speak about the Declaration of Independence. Speaking invitations like this that Thomas accepts are few and far between. Anyone who cares about our country and listens to this address will wish that he would ag agree to speak more. His presentation was a brilliant and profound articulation of what America is about at its core. It is what every American needs to hear in these troublesome and divisive times. Thomas tells his own story and how his life's journey led him to understand what America is about. He grew up poor near Savannah, Georgia, raised by his grandparents under the tutelage of his grandfather, a devout Catholic and American patriot. Thomas's grandfather understood that the injustices of the country were not about flaws in the country, but about flaws in human beings. Let me say that again. I'm going to repeat that one again because I've said this before. But with Clarence Thomas, he gives it a lot more weight than Donald Wayne does at Tristock. Thomas's grandfather understood that the injustices of the country were not about flaws in the country, but about flaws in human beings and living up to ideals handed down to them. What needed to be fixed were the people, not the nation. This insight strikes at the heart of the divisions going on today that are so bitterly dividing us. But Thomas left his grandfather's house and went to college in the midst of the civil rights movement. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated and Thomas became filled with bitterness and the sense that America is in an irredeemably flawed racist nation, which is so much in the spirit of the times today. In his own words, what had given my life meaning and sense of belonging that this country was my home was jettisoned as old-fashioned and antiquated. It was easy and convenient to fill that void with victimhood. So much of my time focused intently on our racial differences and grievances, much like today. As I matured, Thomas continued, I began to see that the theories of my young adulthood were destructive and self-defeating. 
I had rejected my country, my birthright as a citizen, and I had nothing to show for it. The wholesomeness of my childhood had been replaced with an emptiness, cynicism, and despair. I was faced with the simple fact that there was no greater truth than what my nuns and grandparents had taught me. We are all children of God and rightful heirs to our nation's legacy of equality. We had to live up to the obligations of the equal citizenship to which we were entitled by birth. As he continued to work in the federal government, Thomas became deeply interested in the Declaration of Independence. The Declaration captured what I had been taught to venerate as a child, but had cynically rejected as a young man. All men are created equal, endowed by the Creator with certain inalienable rights. As I rediscovered the God-given principles of the Declaration and our founding, I eventually returned to the church, which had been teaching the same truths for millennia. Despite the strident voices dividing us today, Thomas observes, there are many more of us, I think, who feel America is not so broken as it is adrift at sea. For whatever it is worth, the Declaration of Independence has weathered every storm for 245 years. It birthed a great nation. It abolished the sin of slavery. While we have failed the ideals of the Declaration time and time again, I know of no time when the ideals have failed us. The Declaration of Independence establishes a moral ideal that we as citizens are duty-bound to uphold and, sub and sub sustain. We may fall short, but our imperfection does not relieve us of our obligations. Thomas's message about the Declaration may be summarized. There are eternal truths. There are true for all humanity. And in it is the personal responsibility of each individual to live up to them. Thomas's detractors are those who reject these premises. This defines the culture war that so deeply and dangerously divides America today. And that was Star Parker's commentary in the Epic Times about Clarence Thomas and the speech that he gave. Uh, earlier this week. Star Parker is the founder and president of the Center for Urban Renewal and Education, which its uh, acronym is CURE, and host of the new weekly news talk show, Cure America with Star Parker. So, I, you know, I think that is something that we can hold on to. And I've said this over and over again, and it's, it's kind of amazing that someone as important as Clarence Thomas feels the same way. And I'm, I'm sure it's been said by other people as well. What's wrong with America is not the Declaration of Independence. It's not our Constitution. It's the people. We as the people, citizens of this country, have failed to live up to what those documents set out for us, what those documents did to define what kind of country we're supposed to be. 
And that's not to say that we miss the mark on everything, but there's so many marks in social justice that we've fallen down on throughout our history. But not everybody. There's always been warriors to fight for those things that that the Declaration of Independence, that our Constitution gives us the right to do and tells us that we should be doing. It's just we as people, we are human beings, we are flawed, and everyone who believes in God knows that that is a truth, that human beings are flawed. So I think that was worth sharing tonight. And like I said, I'm going to make that my only um, article for this evening. It's Friday night, and I thought I'd make it short. But I think that's important. And I'm glad I came across that article today. So, all right. It's... um, I don't have any updates on anything. Oh, except that Donald Trump's going to be uh, in Georgia tomorrow, and unfortunately, just a little bit too far away from me <laughs> to go see him. It's supposed to be in Perry, Georgia, which is down south of Macon, Georgia. There's a Georgia, I think they call it the Georgia National Fairgrounds down there. But he's he's going to be uh, campaigning for uh, several Republicans that are running for office. New Republican, I mean, well, new not new Republicans, but new for running for office. I believe uh, Herschel Walker is the most notable, probably right now, and uh, he's looking. He's running to unseat Raphael Warnock, who. Uh, was the one chosen in the runoff in January for the Georgia Senate seat. So that should be an interesting time uh, down in Perry, Georgia tomorrow. And actually, if the weather is halfway like it was today, and it has been in the last two days here in Georgia, uh, it should be uh, great weather for being out at a rally. So looking forward to hearing some updates about uh, what's discussed down there and what kind of crowd they have, what kind of reception they get. Okay, yeah, this silly thing is <laughs> got a lot of updates coming in here tonight on, on my computer. Um, so I appreciate you listening to, downloading this episode of Minipod tonight. Uh, I will have another podcast again tomorrow night um on a saturday night i was toying with the idea of maybe doing a live one but i'm i'm not i'm not sure that i'll be able to do that yet but uh, there's a very good possibility that sunday night's podcast will be live uh, so if you like this podcast or any of the other episodes that we post on Podbeam, we ask that you hit the follow button, if you will. 
And I hope you will look for the next episode of Minipod and Trice Talk should be coming up soon. <laughs> I keep saying that, right? But it should be coming up soon. And until the next time, keep your eyes open and your ears to the ground. Stay safe, everybody. Yes, the same kind of story seems to come down from long ago. Two friends having coffee together when something flies by their window. It might be out on that lawn, which is wide at least half of the playing field. Because there's no explaining what your imagination can make you see and feel. Somebody wants to feel. Now it's not a meaningless question Ask if they've been and gone I remember a talk about North Carolina In a strange, strange pond See, the sides were like glass in the thick of a forest without a road. And if any man's hand ever made that land, then I think it would have showed. And that's why it seems like rain. They got me hypnotized. Oh, that's right.